Yo, what's up? What's up? I am back with another episode today. Welcome back to After Hours Podcast. I'm your host, Darian Reynolds. Got my cousin here, Brandon Gaddis himself. What's up, Brandon? What's going on, cousin? What's up? What's up? What's up? Now, today, we wanted to sit right here. We want to talk about relationships. And it was kind of something I've been wanting to talk about. And a lot of people ask me, you know, are you going to talk about it? So today we're going to talk about it, especially especially considering the fact that Brandon is married. Hey, Larissa. <laughs> but um, B, how is the marriage life? Oof. The marriage life, man. If I if I can be real, real, real transparent, the marriage life is amazing. I can tell you that for sure. I couldn't do it with nobody else um she understands me very well it took it took some time for me to be able to man up for a woman like her but the marriage life is challenging it's not easy but it's but it's part of it it's something that you can embrace you can live the honeymoon stage however long you want to live it it's how you make it it's always based based off choice and so I choose for it to be better than it was the day before. I choose to want to be better than um, any any way that I can as a husband to make sure that she's my wife is satisfied that in ways of spiritually, emotionally, that she knows that she got a praying husband at the house and knowing that I got a praying woman at the house, a praying wife. And so, I mean, so I say, man, one word, amazing. Because it's something that we shall embrace. Okay, okay, okay. I, I like I like the way you I like the way you said that. And with that being said, it's just what are some of the things that you yourself have adapted to since being married? Like something new to you, mm. even though you were in a relationship with her. What is something new to you, like? Okay, babe, I just you know I'm learn I learned I ain't know I ain't know this about you, or I didn't know we had to do this. But no, just with some, with something. I, I, damn, I'm glad you asked that because it, it changes within season. You know what I'm saying? So the ask that question is great, but it's it's gonna change. It's gonna change within the season that you are a part of. It's a growing season. Um, we have a season where we had to navigate. We had to navigate of being in a relationship pre-pandemic while being post-pandemic while having a child. So there's different seasons within that and then adjusting transitions to growing. Um, but the the say the least is it changes within the season. Okay. If that, if that makes sense. So asking that question, what have I seen new? I haven't really seen nothing new. Is that I do see changes. I do see new things. I see new things all the time. But that's part of marriage. You're gonna learn the person that you're gonna be with daily. Um, the the person that's gonna that is a part of you, the the person that's gonna be with you as one. That that you're gonna see all kind of things. You're gonna see all kind of things. You think you see something <laughs> in a relationship just dating and courting, you're gonna see a lot more things married. If you if you choose to, yeah, you gotta want to, you know. Yeah, and I, that's the one thing I um 
I seem to actually pay attention to is that as to be in a relationship, you have to want that person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that people have to understand is the difference between want and need. Because you can need me today, you can need me tomorrow, you can need me whenever, but you can also get rid of me. But if you want me, that means you want me, you want exactly everything that I'm offering. And the want also turns into a need, but you're still wanting me, even if you don't need me in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I'm, I would say as a man, like that's one thing I'm, when I look at other people's, when I look at their relationships and stuff, and me being who I am, I try to sit right here. I wanna, I take different bits and pieces from everybody's relationship. Like I took some from yours. And I know one thing I took from yours is just being a team and being able to just correspond and know when to be able to move and not only just move, but also be moved together. And I think that's one thing I see that you, you doing your marriage that you, you move together. And that's one thing I definitely can applaud you on. And that's one thing, like I said, it's just something that I took key in. That's like, okay, when you're, when you're trying to get to that level of being married, you also have to get into the mindset of we're not going from two minds or going to one mind Mm -hmm. because everything that we do now is going to be solely based on both of us. Not just, even though I'm the man and I lead, I still sometimes would love my wife or my girl opinion on certain stuff. So that way I know how to move when the time has come. Mm -hmm. And I, and is that like one thing that you definitely like paid attention to and had to learn more on or? Most definitely, um, Darren. And I appreciate what you said, man. Thank you. Um, being a team is number one. And it's not always great being a team, especially if somebody of being an athlete, um, you you want to want more than the, your next teammate versus, you know, it's a moment where my wife wants it more and I don't. And it's okay, or vice versa. And that's what the team aspect. Can we talk it out? Can I listen to her? Can she listen to me? Can I? I'm the one that talks a lot. So she got to be like, well, babe, I do all the listening. You're not hearing me. And so I had to adjust my way of like, let me listen to more what my wife has to say. She got some great nuggets. I also as well. And so we had to piggyback off each other and just understand that we have each other's best interests at heart. And you all, you got to go into that. They're going to be your, your toughest critic because they love you enough. They're like, hey, I see something that you probably don't recognize. That's love. So sometimes you don't want to hear it. And it may be difficult because you were like, I don't got no flaw. Well, yes, you do. <laughs> well, and, it's, and, it's, and it's okay to embrace the fact that you have flaws. And it's okay that we go through things all the time. So we have to be very considerate about others' thoughts, especially if you're married to that person. And you you practice that in that, in that, in that relationship too. So we, when you go into a relationship, don't go into a relationship thinking, oh, it's just the physical is going to outweigh anything. It's going to deplete itself after a while. If you've been in relationships before, men and young ladies, if y'all have been in relationships, it get, the ability 
and the cuteness and the handsomeness, it, it, it gets out the way. It goes out the drain after a while. Your attraction can only last for so long, but what's inside of you is going to last forever within the person that you're courting with. Can you go inside of me? Can you, can you, can you understand me from inside my brain, inside my heart? Can you understand me there beyond the way my appearance look or the things I may carry? <laughs> the yeah. money I might have. Yeah. The car I may drive. The house I may, I may, the condo I may go to. And so we associate that as a wave of that's what I want in a relationship instead of knowing the person for them, who they really are. Who are they? What, what, what obstacles did you go through in life? Can you talk about that? Let's talk about some past trauma. Let's talk, let's get real. That's what relationships, that's, that's where you want to go into your relationship. So you'll know who you're working with because if you see a trigger of that person, that person then understands you. Then they get, give you grace. But also within that grace, they push you out of that thing that's been defeating you all your life. That's relationship. That's building relationships there. When you can go into a relationship and you can work together and you can be able to talk to them about that issue with no problem. That's love. When you can really talk about things you don't ever talk about with nobody. You ain't even talking. I'm talking about listen here, bro. You ain't even pray to God about it. But that person that you talk to that loves God is gonna tell you go to the Father. Go to the Father. Like, like you, 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 you're holding on to something that should be carried to Him. That's the kind of kind of woman I want to be with. And that's a that's what a woman, a, a man, and a woman should want to be with. Period. Somebody like that. Somebody that's going to push you towards God. That's teamwork, dude. And that's what kind of relationship I want. Like, I want to be like, well, I'm praying. Because I knew that that was not you. That's my wife. <laughs> she said, I know that it's not, not your you. character. <laughs> so I just got quiet because I just let you talk. And after I leave, I just begin to pray. That's my wife. Hey, I can see that being Larissa too. That's and the that's crazy a, part about it. And I'm over here grumpy, upset, like, oh. And you world, ain't thinking. You're not so thinking hard. nothing. You're not and, thinking nothing. And you, just, ain't, you ain't, man, you over here just stressful nothing. <laughs> so, look, how much, let me ask you something. And I think that's one thing that as I'm, I'm getting, as I'm getting older, that's one thing I'm realizing more. Yeah. Quality time. Yeah. Speak on that. You might want to grab the mic for this. Hold on, yeah. You might want to grab that mic for this. There you, you go. You know, for real, you might want to grab that mic because I want people to hear you say, "What did quality time? How how big of a role did quality? When I say quality time, too, mm. like no cell phones, mm. no outside world. Mm. It's just baby, it's me and you. Mm. I want to get to know you better. How how even though quality time plays a big role, but for you per se, how was it? How did it play a big role in, into your marriage today? Like from the beginning up to now. Mm. Oh man, that, that was one of the biggest things. So quality time is one of my biggest love languages that I can really, really speak on. Um, me and my wife, um, we had a long uh, 
well, long distance relationship for majority of our courtship. I actually asked, I actually asked her to marry me while we were long distance. Um, and it was because of the quality time that we shared via the technology that we was we were able to hold ourselves into. We had FaceTime, uh, we had all of that. And with that, with the courtship, with with the quality time, man, I, I was praying that she would come to Huntsville. And because my wife, she wanted to shift to a bigger city. She was a big city girl. So she like, she had opportunity to work in Detroit. She had opportunity, New York, New York wanted her. Uh, even Memphis wanted my wife. And it was at a time, man, I was just like, man, I, I'm willing to even move where she get a job at. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew she was it, but I was like, I knew God had a shift for her to come into Huntsville. And and a lot of people didn't know. I prayed for her to come here because I knew we had something special here. But within the quality time, it was through FaceTime, man. It was consistency. It was on the phone. It was talking. We was praying. We was reading books together. We was taking our time, you know, um, and and we did not and we did not have sex for two years. No sex, please, yeah. please, and please. I, I know, I please. know that's I know that's a shocker for a lot of people. Hey, look, I'm gonna say this, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I promise you, you will learn and value a person more when you don't have sex with them, even though. People could sit right and say, well, sex doesn't know. Cause because once that keys in and that relationship doesn't yeah. work, you're gonna be so tied and, and to that person. Let's get, let's get real, fellas. Let's let's get real. I'm gonna talk to the fellas here and ladies, whoever was on what listening on. Let let's let's go. Let's go here. Let, let's take it here. Let's think about for those who've had sex. Are you still with that person? You're not. <laughs> the majority of you all. You're not. You're not with them. Because you had sex before the very thing that God made it special for. Um, I had to realize, of course, we're growing men and young ladies, right? We're growing up, hormones on another page, another rage, right? Got social media. We got all of that. And all of those things come with play of giving your body up your very temple that god created for that specific woman for your husband man for your wife so you have to really take consideration of who you share your body with and i think sometimes as a man we i didn't we didn't care you know you just didn't really care who you did you just you like what you liked and and after what you got, you you let it go. You did enough for me. It's on to the next one. And uh, that that kind of depletes trying to get into quality time. This is on it, why would I want to have quality time when you gave me the quality actions, which I thought for that moment. So when we when you give me something, and I've already test drived it, essentially. And but you but now because I did the physical act before the emotional act, the it's impossible to get into the emotional because now I'm going to only remember you for your physical, and it's going to then you want me to go into a place of the emotion, and I can't go into that place because I've already went out of order, in the order that I wasn't supposed to go out of. 
we be we go into situations and think thinking that that's gonna be it. That's that. This is it. And then all of a sudden you see, well, that's what I thought. That's what I thought, and it wasn't the exact thing. So yeah, I did wait. Um, I asked my wife to marry me within seven months of our courtship. Seven months. I asked her to marry me. I didn't waste any time because I knew that God had sent her for me. And I knew where I was in my life. And it might have shocked a lot of people, but I really kept it whole, whole with God first. I didn't ask anybody. I didn't get anybody's validation. The only validation I need was from him. And because I got that response, I was like, all right, Lord, I'm going to listen to you. And now we, that same method, we got to carry it into our life that if he did that, he can do it any part of our life. So you got to take consideration of what he's already promised you. If he told you to go, you got to go with it. I didn't waste any time. I didn't wait until uh, I got validation from my in-laws nor my parents that that was my wife. God gave me the confirmation. And when she gave me her yes, that was even more valid that I know that she was confirmed to. So it, it's, you have to be in order for what God has for you, not based off those around you that love you. Not saying that their love and their opinion does not matter, but the final say-so comes from him. So you have to be considerate of all of what God says. Yes, those who carried us and loved on us and provided for us, they got to say so. No, not really, but God has the final say so. True. So quality time is more than the physical attributes. Quality time is doing the little stuff that matters. Our time of quality time was FaceTime. But by FaceTime, we did Bible study. By FaceTime, we read a book and we talked about a chapter a day. You know, we we found ways to make it fun for us when we were on the virtual level. And then I would see her every three weeks, once every three weeks. I made a promise that I'll see her once a month. And it was promised. You can ask my wife to this day. I made sure I drove them 10 hours to Richmond, Virginia. 10 hours. I drove 10 hours to see my woman. That's real love. And, and, and she supported me through it through. And we and we're and we're carrying what started our relationship onto our marriage to remember that God is the foundation of our relationship. And that's how we grow is because of his foundation, not ours, his foundation. It's funny because I don't me personally, I feel as though not a lot of relationships in this day and age not a lot of people turn to god for a lot of a lot of their situations and i feel as though if people were to start doing that then they could get the answers that they need whether the person is for them or whether the person is not for them because the number one thing that people do these days and it's just facts is we bring the outside world into what we got. Mm. You go to your neighbor, you go to your homeboy, you go to your homegirl, go to mom, go to dad, go to whoever. Yep. When they put their two cents in, Come on. you're gonna take them two cents and go deposit it yep. that into the bank and be like, hold up, 
Well, my mom said, yeah, yeah. my dad said X, Y, Z. Well, yeah. my homegirl said, well, first off, mom and dad are still married. Mm-hmm. Okay, their relationship different. Secondly, your friend's single. She done had about three, four relationships in the past two years. So let's just see, think about that. Dang. So I'm pretty sure the advice that she's give doesn't work. And same thing go for the homeboy. Pretty sure the advice that you give. Now, sometimes single people do give good advice, but you got to know when it's know when it's good and when it's bad. And you got to know when to go to certain people about certain things, mm-hmm. even if that's the case. But ultimately, bringing the outside world into your relationship yep. is something that you're, you should not you're asking do. For more. You're more asking for more opinions. You're asking for more thoughts. And you get different personalities. And, and yeah, you're going to you get, get all of those things all and, added up into your mind. And you're like, and God was like, I see, I told you just to give it to me. I told you to stop. I told you to stop. Because a lot of things that people go through, it's simple and easy just to say, you know what, let me let me talk to God. And what's so crazy? God give you, we all know he give you a better answer, but sometimes he give you an answer right off the rip. What you may wait two to three days for to talk to your best friend about, God, and within them two to three days, God could have gave you the answer and you make your decision. Now, whether that person is good for you or bad for you, it is up to you. But you have to literally sit right here and make the decision. If you turn to God, you have to make the decision and say, you know what, God, I give it to you. Here's the problem. And once you give him the problem, he gives you an answer. It is solely up to you because God is not going to make you do something. It's solely up to you. That's just like it's your choice to either go to heaven or hell. You choose where you want to be at. You choose who you want to be with. You choose who you want to spend your life with. And some people overlook the bad in people because I have been that guy to overlook bad in people when I really should have stopped talking to people. And that's one thing I can actually say. But me personally, I feel as though outside outsiders should never be involved in in a relationship that set the ground that that put God, that's God, that's, that has God in it. Because if my relationship has God in it, there's there's no way in the world I'm gonna sit right here and always. Well, let me go. I want to talk to God now. Now let me go talk to them. Let me go. No. Yeah. And you have seasons then with it where you 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 just forget that God is even there, and and that's not the case. He's always there, but we we tend to cloud our minds as if he, we don't have a source, but we actually got it. We actually got a source. So when we in our head, that's the best time for us to get out of our head by way of trusting God through the process. So that's why it's so important that we, whatever's in here, we let it, we let it out. Yeah. We stop letting it carry us in to a place where it just stays in there and the enemy just has his way. The enemy just keep punching us on the side of the head and just keep going and keep going and keep going. And we just allow it to keep staying in there. God said, just let it out. I told you, just carry it down. Just put it out. Just let it out. What is it? What is it, my son? What is it, my daughter? What is the very thing that's carrying you in your mind? The very thing that's keeping you from greatness. The very thing that's keeping you from the promises that I promise you. The very thing. But you allowing those around you to continue to stop you, to continue to say, well, I didn't do it, so you ain't going to do it. I never seen it, so I ain't. It ain't going to happen. But you saw it in your head. 
you saw what God showed you. You saw how it could be done. You may not see the blueprint because you are the blueprint. You may have never seen that happen because you're supposed to make it happen. True. But we allow people to stop us because of the way their logic was, the way they were brought up. But God said he's going he gonna to shift you any, any way he want to shift you at. Wherever he want to shift you, you can go. Wherever he said it's possible, you can have it. I want it. <laughs> if he said I can have it, I'm going to get it. I might not have it in my hands right now, but I know that I'm going to have it. And that's the same thing I did with my relationship. I said my wife is going to be my wife. She's going to be mine. And we're going to do things. And we're, going to, we're going to build things. We're going to help people. And we're going to grow together. And God has shown it. But during some times, you go through some valleys. You go through some pain. But through it all, we, go, we, can, we know where to revert back to. Yeah. Through it all, I know I can count on him. Yeah. Through it all, I won't have no more pain. Through it all, man. I don't have to worry about nothing. Through it all. Because if he, if he showed me that that woman going to be my wife and he made it happen, I know he can make everything else happen. I know he can. So that's why I'm going to keep it going. I might not have what I have, but I know what I'm getting. I know how I'm getting it. But I might not have it now, but it's coming in a minute. <laughs> it's just and it's it's just crazy that you say that. But y'all, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back with more from me and Brandon. Y'all be y'all be take a quick break for a second. We'll be back. Thank y'all. Yo, what's up, what's up? We are back with the second half of this podcast. Um B, let me ask you something. And I kind of was just looking. But how much does your wife being able to believe in you helps you like with decision making with just anything like with her just like believing in you because i know as men when we talk that when we talk to a girl and we're serious and we want to be in a relationship in a relationship with them them believing in us with decision making and it's things that we do and things that we see that they probably don't see and we say something they believe us like it means a lot to us and it lets us know like, okay, my girl trusts me and she believes in me. So how, how, how does that help you out? Like, how did that help you out? Even coming up with y'all pursuing marriage. Just when my wife believing in me, man, it brings in another level of push, another level of push for me. It, ma it makes it even better when, whatever I do, whatever I put my mind into it, because that's something that you're supposed to share with the person that you're with. I'm married to this woman, you know, for her to support me the way she supports me. It, it It's like a booster. It's like, it's like when the rocket come, you know what I'm saying? It go up, you know, it's a rocket yeah. booster. She's like yeah. a rocket booster for me, you know. Uh, somebody has said this, your wife is not, you know, you being the head, she's not supposed to be the neck, grabbing your neck. She's supposed to be the crown Yeah, on your head. Um, 
supposed to be an extension to ignite who you are as a man. So when they see when they see me, they're gonna ask me about my wife. That's encouraging. Yeah. When they see my wife, they're gonna ask them about where how's your husband? That's encouraging. Because that that's a thing where you know that that push is coming from somebody. And they see that push. You can see a push within a relationship. You can know when you see a couple, you can be like, oh yeah, they pushing each other for the better. Like that's what I want. Like that's the couples that I looked up to. Those who pushed each other for the better. And you can see it. And it ain't no facade. It's real. It ain't just for show. And it just ain't a smiling picture. It's it's the real thing. Like they they're not scared to be transparent with the issue. But but that it lets you know that they care enough to let somebody else know that look, marriage ain't always easy, but you make it how you want it. And that push, that push, Darren, not necessarily for my woman, man, we gotta push them. We gotta encourage them. And it may be the little things for them, bro. It may be the little things that they need that push up. The tiny guess things. What? And they are gonna come back pushing you. Iron sharpens iron is a real thing. And yes, it applies in your relationships when you're dating even as you go into your marriage, as you go into parenthood, as you navigate into life, you're going to have to push each other. You're going to have to. You're going to have to, Darren. Yeah, because I ain't going to lie. I always say that if my wife doesn't push me, I don't think, even before we get married, if my girl doesn't push it, it doesn't push me to become better, I don't, I don't want to be with her because we could, I don't want to be content or be going backwards. Mm-hmm. Our, a relationship should be us coming together and us pushing each other forward, even with God. But also just us saying, like, I may have a vision of me doing, even with this podcast, and she may be like, oh, okay, well, I don't I don't know about that. If you don't know, then I had a vision. I, I, I don't want you around me. Because you should be encouraging me to be like, okay, come on, I got you. What you need? We finna go here. We finna do this. I'm finna help you marketing this. I'm all the other stuff. Because as a man, when we have a goal or a dream, and we have our woman next to us, I don't, I don't think we look for no validation outside of our mother <laughs> and our yeah. parents than our wife or our girl, because that we know like that's our number one. Yeah. That's my number one. And then when you get married, Darren, my wife is my number one. We we want she she's gonna be before anybody else. But besides God, of course. But yeah, my wife is number one. Her opinion matters before anybody else. Period. Anything that I have, any issues I go with, I don't go I don't go to nobody else. I don't even go to my mom about an issue, my dad. Um, if it's certain issues about just something, just a question, I might go to them. But I'm talking about real issues. I'm going to my wife. I'm not going to no outside. I'm not going to no friends. It's going to be between me and my wife and God. That's how it's going to work. Because if you pull out everybody else into your space, it's going to allow confusion in your marriage. Right. It's going to allow confusion in your relationship. If you allow others into it, your world, then they're subject to their opinion and their opinion might hinder you to making it your truth, which that truth may not even be true. Okay. 
and with that being said, so and it's in this, I forgot, I kind of just forgot what you said in the middle, in the middle, but it, it goes along with what I was going to ask next. When it comes down, when it came, when it came down, even when you're in the relationship stage before marriage, was it hard having the hard conversations, or was it just like you know what? Because I mean, at the end of the day, you're gonna have in a relationship, you're gonna have to have those hard conversations. Those tough conversations, those conversations you don't want to have, but it's need to be had, whether it's good or bad. But having those tough conversations, like after having them, like I know you, I know it led to marriage, but did did it let you see like increase? If you get what I'm saying? Yes, um, yes, definitely increase for sure, boss. Um, Just being transparent. On that, just telling my wife everything, you know, it wasn't easy. <laughs> trust me, it was baby steps to it. Like it was me still learning to trust, and within a relationship because I didn't feel like I had a voice to even communicate my vulnerabilities. Yeah, you know, I, I was able to be able to sh- to be able to trust her enough to be like, you know, you you know, you my friend first. Like that's how we work. Before we start dating, we were friends first. She told me clear as day. She didn't want to date nobody, so, you know, I wasn't trying to pursue her that way. But at that time, but it would it led to just communication. And it just led to me shedding off layers of pride that I had, layers of hurt that I had that I didn't even know I had, uh, levels of generational curses that I needed to break within my family hermitage that, that needed to be broken that I didn't even know existed until I actually saw and I started seeing things. Those are the things where I had, it was tough to talk about, but it needed to be talked about. I had to, it was, it was just baby steps. And as time goes within a relationship, you start to shed your vulnerabilities to those you trust. And and the one you should trust is somebody that you're dating. If you're into that, you know, and you want to date to get into marriage, that that's the person you need to trust with that information that she can trust you. And you as the the man can trust her. Those things are important. I want to be able to trust you with my information. I want to be able to trust you that if I have an issue, if I'm going through a problem, that I can come to you and you won't judge me. Yeah, it's going to be tough love, but you won't judge me. You will just love on me. You will love on me by encouraging me that I can't get out of whatever I'm getting out, I need to get out of. Instead of just saying, I told you, you need to get out of there and all that <laughs> stuff and doing this and doing that. And then you talk to like that and then it then becomes issues. Yes. And I think that people, I think people don't seem to really sometimes pay attention to the conversations that need to be had. Because when if I see you struggling, you're, and you're not wanting to involve me, we're gonna have that conversation of why can I not be involved? Because what am I here for? And we're we're in a generation now where women are coming up, and I salute all the women in the world that are coming up, and I love it. Independent women, I love y'all. I salute y'all. But when you invite a man into your life, and vice versa, when you invite a woman into your life, you if that's what you want and that's what you tell me, your actions have to back up your words. And I don't think 
a lot of actions in today's society is being backed up. And that shows what I wouldn't even necess- I wouldn't necessarily say shows, but it's like a lack of I feel like it's more I wouldn't necess- I wouldn't necessarily say lack, but I feel like it's not enough male leadership going on in today's in today's society, whether it's just life or relationship, especially, and we're talking about relationships today, so I'm gonna focus on the relationship part. I feel like it's lack of relation, male leadership in relationship these days, if that's something you, if you, if you notice it, because like I said, we have, we're having a lot of women that's, we have a lot of women that are very much independent, but when you, as a man, when we run into an independent woman, the hardest thing, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even necessarily say the hardest thing, but when you're trying to figure her out, so way you can finagle, finagle your way up in there. <laughs> I said that so wrong, but when you're trying to squeeze your way up in there to show her, like sometimes it's okay to not be independent to just let me help you. Yeah. And sometimes it's okay for you to just say, "I need your help, babe." Yeah. And then, and, and, and there, I've seen so much success and elevation when I asked my wife for help. When I knew that she was good at it, you know, and that's why I married you. You know, you good at something that I'm not, and I was good in areas where you wasn't as as well. And but we work together, and, and we're actually teaching each other <laughs> different things that we are not as good in. You know, we didn't study the same thing, um, but she specialized in certain things that I didn't. And so that's what makes it fun. But it was, was it always easy? No, especially somebody that you love telling, criticizing. <laughs> no, but at the end of the day, it's, it's for the best interest at heart. It's for that level of elevation. I've seen many relationships win because the husband and wife work together. And we do see a lot more women in leadership there. But, not, but at the end of the day, most of them women married. Sure. That I know. <laughs> so you best believe it's a strong husband behind you. I mean. You best believe it. Um, it. So in regards of that, yeah, they might be the face, but I know where the real strength is. <laughs> so, you know, so as far as a husband, that does not demasculize us. It does not just because they're on the forefront. Trust me, believe me, bro. We strong. We are the foundation for a reason. I, and sometimes the foundation don't get the most love, but the foundation keeps everything up. I think that, and I looked at the the stacks where it say like most marriages are ended by the woman because of financial reasons. And in today's society, money is we could say money is much way much easier to get than when our parents were coming up. Because I like even Auntie said that when I sat down to talk to her, your mom. And it's just, and I think that if you really truly love somebody, love a person, money should not be an issue. I would be perfectly fine with my wife making more money than me, but long as I'm still leading and long as I'm still being able to provide, pay the bills, do everything I know I'm supposed to do, I don't have a problem with that. And not, and it's not just that it's, it's also stuff where sometimes men feel less of a man when their woman is making more money than them. 
bigger name, more money than me. So you can't. <laughs> I don't mind that because at the end of the day, you know, you you're you're that push too. You know, that's by way of you making less, and then you got to take care of the family, and you know what you're doing, and your and your wife is encouraging you, yeah, for what you're doing, and you're not getting demasculized for doing something to help support your family is no different. Um, if it's supporting your family, elevate your wife and you're pushing her as the husband and that's your role, go ahead. As you continue doing what you got to do to make sacrifices, we make the most, the most sacrifices that, 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 that are unforeseen as men. We don't get a lot of credit. We don't, right? yeah, we yeah. Don't, we don't, we don't, we do we a lot of behind the, we do a lot of behind the scenes. We're supposed to do it. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. So yeah. we're not going to get a cookie for something we're supposed, supposed to, to be doing. Yes. So if a woman is doing something that a man's supposed to do, they're going to get the cookie because that's supposed to be our role of doing it. Yeah. And it's so, a- so what we're supposed to do, we expect to get a cookie, <laughs> and we're supposed to do it. We mean yes. it. Yes. We supposed to take with the we supposed to take the heat as a we we supposed to protect. Yes, that's our role. It's real. Be ready for it. You, you, if you, if you coward now, and you thinking you're gonna be ready then, you wait. You got a rule wait, waiting for you, cause you got to come in there ready to for to the fight every day. It's cause you, it's not about you as an individual no more. No. This a family we talking about. This a wife we talking about. This talking about the legacy we talking about. You talking about she? She got you took her la- the last name from her father. Type talk about type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Talking about so we gotta step it up. We gotta we gotta prove ourselves worthy of the position we put ourselves in. And so I, it's work. It's work daily. It's a mind battle daily. Daily. Sacrifices made daily. Work gotta be done daily. Oh, I'm sick. It still gotta get done. Daily. Bills got to get paid. Daily. They ain't going to care about what you got. They want their money. So we know what I got to protect mine. So my wife got to go get it. She, she going to get up. Baby, you got this, girl. Let's go. I'm a, I got you. Everything going to be ready. I'll be in business. I'm going to watch the food. I'm going to cook. At that moment, if that got to be done, vice versa, she going to have to do the same thing. Come on now, real. Let's be real. It's got. It's going to take turns at times. It's gonna have to take turns at times, Darren. It ain't it's gonna be one way out of nothing sometimes, man. It's gonna be like that. If it's gonna carry the legacy going on and keep going, you gotta take it. God sent you that. <laughs> True. So why True. are you worried about what, what what how you get it? If he sent you that, if he sent me that woman to do that. I'm encouraged. Lord, you told me to sit back for a second, for a season. I was gonna sit back and I was going to encourage my wife. I'm not gonna have to approve my worth because they're like, man, your wife made more money than me. You man, God dang! But it's coming in one household, fool. Not yours. <laughs> Why you worried about me? I ain't worried about you. So that's why our relationships gotta stay in your covenant. When you bring others into your covenant, you're gonna be you're gonna destroy with the very thing that God have have possessed it for it to be. Look, I'm already putting the mic off. 
<laughs> Only. But you get what I'm saying though, bro? Yeah. Like that, like seriously. I got the mic coming off. It's <laughs> real to me, man. It's real. This ain't no fake. There's a lot of stuff on my mind. I'm over here waiting on the, what, what, what's coming next. Trust me. I want it now. My wife wants it now. We want it now. But you know what? God going to have something in store for you. So if you want your relationship now, give your life to him now. Give your soul, give your relationship to him now. You want to be married? Give it all to him now. Give up whatever the very thing that's been stopping you. Give it up all to him now. It's your relationship. If you don't have your, the first thing I asked there, the first thing I asked in my relationship, God, hey, Lord, listen, I want a woman that loves you first, not me. Not me. I want a woman that loves you first, not me. Because if she loves me first, that's she out of order. She only gonna move when I move. Only not knowing God though. Most definitely. So if we're not in order with God, how in the world is she gonna have to be? Come on, bro, out of order. We me, gotta, we gotta be in sync here. <laughs> Let me ask you something real quick. And when uh, it's, I'm, I'm gonna try to ask this question. How do you know? When it's time to sit back and let your life, a wife leave for a second. You know how you know how we always say men lead. We're gonna always lead, of course, but sometimes we have to take a back seat or be the yeah. passenger, be and the pa okay. passenger okay. prince. We're both leaders. We yeah. And I have and so, and at the end of the day, we still hate it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, my wife does respect me as the husband and the role of her. But I respect her as my wife and letting her know that she has a voice. She has a voice. And with her knowing that she has a voice, I need to listen to make sure that I am in order to hear what is being said, confirmed in order for us to elevate. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's time where she has to leave when God tells me, hey, I need to sit back and just encourage. Encourage her, encourage her as she needs that push. You know what I'm saying? Encourage her. As you got to sit back. That's hard for me. But I started to see the benefits. I was like, okay. So, girl, that's actually going good. <laughs> we actually going up now. I'm starting to see the bigger picture. I mean, I'm talking about making, I'm making sacrifices where others may have not even made the sacrifice I made. I, yeah. I was so thankful. Damn, I'm glad you asked me that. My wife just thanked me about a couple weeks ago. She said, babe, you, you have been making sacrifices for me. Like with all these investments that we made and you have not complained. The old brand would have complained. Like, <laughs> the, the, back then, the, the, the bloodline I come from, hey, yeah, we oh, we would have been stressed. But I had to learn through that to break those things. To know that God is a mighty God, that He's gonna have a miracle in store. And it's crazy that you asked that because then I was going through this week, life just happens. Yeah. You know, you know it's coming, but it's like, when is it coming, right? Yeah. But I feel like a miracle is gonna come in this coming week, man. Like something huge is about to happen. 
even for yourself, man, you just don't even know. And those who are watching, yeah, I believe that God's about to do something big unless it's how you make it. Yes. And you got to be around positive people that's going to encourage you. We got people that suck the life, living drain out of us daily. But we got to surround ourselves with people who are going to fill us up with love, peace, patient mind, a push to know that God is never going to leave us nor forsaken us. And with all this evil in this world, we cannot, the evil ain't going to stop. No. So why no. do we stop? Why do we need to stop? It's a, it's a scripture. Don't conquer evil with evil. Conquer evil by doing good. And I live by that. Because there's going to be people that's going to destroy everything they can with their evil because they got evil intent. And throw that evil intent on you. And they'll try to throw that. They want you to, they want to get you out of your character to see how far they can get you because they've never seen you in a state of anger, evilness of any sort. And they want you, they want to see that side of you. But you gotta stay the course because the enemy, if the enemy's not gonna stop, we shall not stop. Cause I ain't gonna stop. It's a fight daily, but I know through the fight of it all, Darian, that God is still going to prevail no matter what. No matter what. So, with that being said, we going up in our relationships. God is going to bless your relationship. How bad do you want it? But the first relationship is you need to get yourself right with him. You need to get yourself right with Christ because he real and he fun. Just get right with him. He just wants you to find your rhythm within him. You don't got to live it the same way that everybody else does it. That's why the word is. They had their own unique relationship. If you think about it, every person, every everybody that wrote, wrote in that Bible, they had their own unique testimony. So why don't you think you have your own unique testimony? Why don't you think what God is going to do in your life, what he did in those in the Bible 2,000 plus years ago, you don't think he'll be able to do it for you? Wake up. See the bigger picture. Build your relationship with him before you go into a, a marriage or you go into a courtship, going into a marriage. You got to get yourself together with him first. Because if you don't, you ain't going to be able to hear clearly. You ain't going to be able to think clearly. Your movement is not going to be able to be moving clearly. You have to trust the process. And sometimes it's hard. It's hard for me sometimes as well because you want it bad and you know Things are coming at you really hard because you got pressures of those around you who don't who do things that are not normal. They do the normal. We're doing things that are not normal. And with that being said, you can do the impossible because of who you follow. And I follow Christ. So and there ain't no shame in my game. Feel we so, ain't nothing wrong it. with 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 Christ. I nothing promise y'all. Being a Christian it. is one thing that I really yeah. love and I value, and that's one thing as a man I want my wife to value. Yeah. And I appreciate you for coming on the show, after man. Hour podcast, you feel y'all me? This joke after hours real. We working hard <laughs> trying to do this podcast for y'all. So make sure y'all follow after hours podcast. Okay, this is a blessing, man. Hey, many blessings to you, Darren. Stay consistent. 
I know, I know, I, I I be trying to tell my team and my my mentees and everybody to be consistent. You got to be consistent with things that you know you got to finish. You know you got so many things on your mind, but you know you, if you finish that one thing, you can go on to the next one, and then it's gonna be a part. It's gonna be a sector of it. I had a mentor told me. He told me he said it's like an octopus with tentacles. Yeah, you you gotta have that right, and before it, you're gonna have this is gonna support that. It's not. It's not even on the you know, on the Charlotte's Web type thing. It's on the yeah. octopus level, where you got the you got the head of the octopus, but then you got the tentacles that actually carry one leaf off just that one. But it's this is still the head of it. But then you got the tentacles that's working everything together. So you got to make sure though, whatever you do, that is only going to come back together full circle. You may have that thought of wanting to do it now, but God may have to shift you to another direction. So it's, it's sometimes shifting. When God shifts you, it's not always easy. It's hard. It's mm. hard to deal with shift because you're like, well, Lord, you told me to go here, but you shifted me here. Because the shift is not that he didn't, it is not promised. It's just a shift to prepare you to what he promised you. Yeah. So I've had many of shifts and I believe that right now I'm going through a shifting and because God told me here, but he's shifting me to prepare me for where he told me where, I, where I'm going. Mm-hmm. So just know that shifting is not always bad because you will go in this direction, but God told you because he may have, he, he's more likely protecting you for something to prepare you for something. So, that, else. Yeah, so, so just always remember that. Yeah. Right. But man, God bless you to yeah. uh, after after hours podcast, man. We love y'all, man. Y'all know, I, I always got to finish with my, with something, continue to grind continue to love and continue to keep God first. Y'all be easy. Y'all be breezy. And we out. Let's get it. Peace.